Hey, all right, all right, all right. Good morning. You are listening to the Ken Hunnell Podcast. I just want to thank everyone that has been listening and uh, just appreciate you and those that are reaching out. It, it's, uh, it means a lot that you're following along and uh, cheering and, and giving some feedback. So I appreciate that. I want to apologize. It's been a couple of weeks since I've recorded. Uh, I hope you had a Merry Christmas and are celebrating a Happy New Year as we get into 2021. A few days into 2021, I just want to recap and um, share with you some of the amazing things that have happened at Enid Auto Body and also let you know some things that we've already got in place. so far in 2021 so we finished December uh, 2020 as our best month to date and by a large margin so I don't know if I should share this information but I honestly don't know what it hurts so and I own the shop I can do it There's no one that can really, uh, I guess the only person that I can be upset with is myself. And that's that's very freeing and at times very scary. On December 30th, we celebrated one year in business as I was, uh, as the operator of Eated Auto Body. And we also wrapped up our our best month. So throughout this year, our best month until December had been about $140,000 a month, which what I came from was just seemed like slow motion. And, but it, we were, I mean, we were work. It wasn't that we felt I didn't, we didn't feel busy. It didn't, it wasn't like we didn't have anything going on. It just, the, the sales really weren't there. So through the thanks of my because of my mentors um, encouragement and um, kicking the butt every once in a while in his own in his awesome way that he does it he doesn't uh, he never kicks me in the butt directly he lets me kick myself in the butt and leads me to that which is something that I definitely need to grow in as a leader and I'm truly appreciate his investment in me and um, it, it's it's unbelievable that he would be willing to do that and take that time to do that but anyway he uh, and and I've shared this um, over the last few podcasts but we we added some really key strong people and in think in in, uh, in November and December and they the culmination was our best month ever which was over 200,000 I I haven't completely finished up the numbers for December but 211,000 dollars is I'm fairly confident where we finished up in December which is a 30 percent growth over our um, record months up until that point and 
it and it's coming together and we're really just now starting to hit our stride and our rhythm as a shop and it's man it's exciting to see that and it's and don't get me wrong it's stressful it has its moments um, we have a lot of new people in our organization and that creates another level of chaos and frustration and um, just taking from me doing my job as the currently as the acting on-site manager so have all these things and questions and stuff coming at me so I'm I'm uh, I'm as uh, I just listened to a podcast at the recommendation of Brittany Valentine I as uh, as I look at that I I'm really dealing with a lot of the urgent but uh, over which is causing me to avoid some of the important which is a great podcast from uh, Craig Rochelle I highly recommend the Craig Rochelle leadership podcast I listen to it often and I've listened to and there, there's uh, some key people that I know that have that led me to it Shane Limer led me to it and um, it's been amazing Brittany Valentine also listens to it and she shared an episode with me just yesterday um, in some of the things that her and I have talked about that I'm kind of wearing me out a little bit and uh, and it was it was perfect timing to hear hear that anyway we had a great an unbelievable December which also put us in position to uh, finish up the, the year at uh, one uh, 1.4 million dollars in sales and which means um, the business I purchased the business what the what the business had done for the last six years a rent a, a little bit higher a little bit lower was right around a million dollars so we had a 40% growth in the COVID in 2020 which I believe is unheard of I I can't imagine that there's very many businesses that had maybe Zoom, <laughs> uh, some technology companies that uh, were were you know uh, that that did remote <laughs> uh, a uh, mask company, um, hand sanitizer, maybe those type of companies. But uh, from what I know of the industry that I'm in and lots of industries, a 40% growth is unbelievable. And I didn't do that on my own, and that's not what I'm. I'm not. I'm not bragging about that. I'm just. I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of our team, and I'm very thankful that God led me to um, led me to this place to be here to bet on myself uh, to buy a shop two hours away from my home to scale down all um, all of, we have my wife and I had no debt other than our house so we took all of our all of our expenses and, and made it to where we could live on her teacher's salary we, we prepared in every way that we could for this and uh, prayed about it a lot and God blessed has blessed me and blessed our business and blessed our team 
and he deserves all the glory without a doubt. But I'm also very proud of our team and I'm really excited about where we're headed because we have we we have we hired um let's see three people in December that were that have been really key people that have just made a huge difference some some making a difference uh, right away and some some we can tell have the have the pieces to make a big difference long term as our business continues to grow and, and develop so just excited about that as we head into 2021 uh, something that was really important to me that I had really been focused on getting in place with our system in uh, uh, in our lean segmented uh, production line assembly assembly line production system that we operate in couple things that were really important with that segmentation is also to have a team a team pay plan so that everyone involved in that process is paid collectively as a group to get our cars done for our customers and it, a lot of the traditional some of you own body shops that are listening some of you know nothing about body shops that are listening and so I'll try to explain this as simply and quickly as possible so not to get too deep in the in the weeds but for the most part the traditional collision repair facility operates as with with essentially independent contractors in uh, in body technicians and paint technicians at, operating on a commission basis Meaning they all, they typically only get paid for what they get done. There are hourly, uh, hourly shops around there, and but the dominant pay plan for most collision repair shops and a lot of service and mechanic shops is commission, and that that creates incentive to get the cars done. Uh, the conflict there sometimes can be quality. Um, I've had great team commission plans that, that operate with a high quality, and so I believe the, the, the theory is with commission you have to manage quality, and with the hourly you have to manage production. So I believe the team pay plan really helps manage both of those with, uh, with a collective uh, quality control uh, factored into process and factored into the team. So anyway, um, because of that independent, that traditional independent contractor mindset, when, when I've operated other shops in the past with a team system, it's different. And technicians uh, tend to think about it differently and, and they have reservations and it just doesn't completely make sense. So, uh, you have to overcome that, and and I overcame that at my in my uh, in in Wichita in the Wichita market uh, with success. But that success, as we've discussed, has meant nothing and needed, and so that was something that was really important to me. Um, we have that in place now. We just put it in place this week, 
which is a great way to start 2021. However, it's not, I mean, it, we're, we've set it up to succeed and I'm confident it will succeed, but we will have other stuff that's going to happen as a result of that. It, it just does. It just kind of the way it works. Um, and, and this is probably, this is what's on my heart the most about why, uh, what I hope you get out of this message, this, um, message. I was just listening to Craig Groeschel, um, podcast before I started recording this and man, he brings the thunder. He brings the messages. He brings a message and he brings actual tools that you can benefit from. I don't know. I'm not bringing that kind of uh, benefit to you. I hope to at some point, but right now I'm really just kind of giving you the progress and where we're at and some of my random thoughts. I I hope that you get something from that and enjoy the ride. But anyway, um, I, I, I find it very interesting. First of all, as a leader, I have a lot to learn and I'm continuing to grow and evolve every day. I screw up often. I say things that I shouldn't say and I that I wish I could take back. I work very hard to be humble and 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 apologize when I make mistakes and genuinely uh, feel regret when I make those type of mistakes. And I hope and trust that the people that I have offended or upset in those situations feel that, 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 that I'm my, my, um, I'm sorry. And I think sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. And that's something that until I, as I continue to grow, it's just something I'm going to have to deal with. my own undoing, which is even, which is even harder to recognize. But I will say this, when you establish a culture, a culture of accountability and a culture of honest communication and as Mike Jones would say, feed forward, not feedback, but feed forward, um, honest communication on the expectation and what you need of your team and you hold people accountable to that and your team holds people accountable to that the the people that don't fit and aren't willing to do the work or connect to the team and are inconsistent will remove themselves from your team. What I mean is we've had some people in our organization that we really thought were part of the team and would lead us to believe that they were part of the team, but behind closed doors or when I wasn't around or as they were talking to other people, they they had their own agenda and they were stirring up their own things and they these people often 
are, uh, as um, Tim Kite would say, uh, are, are chronic BCDers, meaning they blame, complain, and defend. And so in that feed forward or in that those coaching moments, it, it, it becomes my fault that I didn't uh, explain it or that I was inconsistent in, the, in, in what I was coaching them or that's what you told me to do. I'll say this about collision repair, and, and I believe it to be true about any business. Every situation is different, and what has helped me to be at the level of success that I'm at right now is that situational awareness of, okay, this is a fleet repair. Uh, we're going to do things different than we would for an, uh, an insurance, in a, not for an insurance company, but for on an insurance paid repair we're going we're going to handle this repair differently um yes it's very similar to the truck we just fixed the difference is who who the in who the in customer is in this case as an example this case being a fleet company well they want that truck to look truck or car but typically trucks in oklahoma they want that truck to look good from the street meaning They don't want their company trucks to look all beat up, but they're likely not going to be um, nitpicking it. Cost is also very important. So how can we help them achieve their goal of a repair that looks pretty good uh, from the street, but we save them a little bit. Maybe we mask something off that we wouldn't typically mask off or instead of a blend uh, we just panel painted a panel or, or what, what are those? Well, those things change based on the customer. And we, so yeah, it's going, it may be different from situation to situation. Every situation is different. Every customer is different. And so I really work hard to try to coach through those, but sometimes that gets, it, it's hard for people to be able to, um, see those ebbs and flows of that well what that creates for someone that you're really trying to invest some time and energy in is confusion because a lot of times what they want is black and white and so i try i've i've really been working through that with the amount of uh, new people to the industry that i have in my business right now is okay let's let's start with the black and white as much as we can and then getting involved and helping with those things but anyway the main, the main thing is um, when people are inconsistent, they need someone to blame typically. But ultimately, when you build a strong culture of accountability and you build a strong culture of, of uh, connection with your team, the people that are starting drama and the people that are inconsistent and the people that, um, that, that, just don't want to be a part of a team or or can't see the big team picture will typically remove themselves in one way or another and unfortunately as the leader it will be your response it 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 is my I, i i have to wear that burden of 
I know that that per that those situations are being blamed on me. And I have to know that as I made mistakes throughout these relationships or throughout this their their time with our company, I also have to know that the reason that some of these honest conversations happened and 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 these things happened were was because that person wasn't performing the way that they needed to as a part of our team. And I have to have those conversations and a lot of times those conversations make the person being counseled uncomfortable which often leads them to remove themselves from the team which hurts because a lot of times you have time and energy invested in that person but it's also very freeing when you know ultimately these character flaws in that particular person that you've been trying to coach through and help them through the inconsistency the attitude the inconsistent attitude the drama the attendance the whatever the things may be i have to know that i've given them those opportunities to be able to correct those things they chose not to correct them and because of their nature and who they are that's going to be my fault it just is but or and the best part is your culture dict your culture dictates that and those people know that and they feel that they're going to blame you but ultimately it's the strength of your culture that causes that creates that and that is pretty freaking exciting so i i know most people in the world hated 2020 um i in spite of all the craziness and everything that happened in 2020 and what a what a crap storm it was 2020 was my best year ever and i believe 2021 to be even better i don't believe i know 2021 will be even better how can it not be and i'm just freaking fired up and stoked about what we've got going on right now in our organization i'm i have a loving supporting family i have a team behind me that with me not behind me that sounds wrong a team with me and we're serving customers in Eno, Oklahoma. We are capturing market share more and more market share every day. The word is getting out about the culture that we have. Our team commission plan is going to be phenomenal and we are reinvesting in the business each and every day and we are poised for more growth in 2021. So, thank you so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Please like and share and uh rate on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. Uh you can go to my website. It's the same as it was 6 months ago because I just haven't had time to mess with it. But hey, I'm building a business. This is something to keep you informed along the way and uh man, I just look forward to it. Please reach out if you have some questions or something you want to talk about. Uh be be more than happy to share and uh let's let's go get it. 